and welcome back to another BWL podcast. Uh, thankfully, this installment is going to be live from, you know it, you love it, Connor's car. Um, yes, that's right. Um, I do have a little speech prepared though. So for those of you unfortunate enough to have stumbled across our previous podcast, the Wacky Wednesday Thanksgiving Bonanza, you may have noticed that the audio is choppy, cutting out, robotic, and just overall unlistenable. So Brandon, can you give us a quick explanation of why that blunder occurred? Well, Ryan, thank you for handing it off to me. Now, well, you see, robot clones of you, I, and Tyler McNally managed to take over the podcast. That's correct. Believe it or not, but our great defender, Connor, you know, he, he wasn't there because he was off in Antarctica fighting yeah. off yeah. the aliens. But what did he do? How did he beat our he, he rode upon his stallion, the yeah. Nissan Altima 2017 Black, yes. and destroyed those robots. With one swell drift. Is that true, Connor? I don't remember doing that, but maybe I was asleep or something. Oh, wow. asleep at the wheel. Asleep at the wheel. That's kind of. Well, immature. I was thinking about the Dawson podcast and about, you know, he was talking about sleep. I so. think about that a lot. Oh, okay. You're getting your Z's in while yeah, driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go, Ryan. So, in, in, in uh, keeping with the theme of, you know, uh, robot clones and all sorts of foolishness and wackiness, um, we are going to be doing an episode on sci fi. Um, both in literature, we'll probably tangent into stuff about other media and, you know, movies and stuff as we always do. But um, to start off, Brandon, um, when we were thinking of this podcast idea, you know what I said to you is I said, I don't think I've ever read a sci-fi book. So as somebody who has read a sci-fi book, could you maybe just give us a quick intro to the genre for those uninformed? So sci-fi to me personally, it's kind of like an author looks at something that's occurring in our modern world. Yep. And it's basically a kind of like a discussion of what we could become. Yeah, like that's the future. What, it's yeah. like the future that the bad dystopia. It's simply dystopian, you know, something along those lines. Yeah, I mean, not always. I, but not always, but that's like a pretty good theme of like the what we could become. It's, the, it's in space usually. Yeah, space too. Yeah. But I feel like, uh, like I live in uh, Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451. Is that sci-fi? I'd say well. Define sci-fi really, because I feel like sci-fi. Well, if somebody it's hard to if say. somebody walks up to me on the street and says, "Ooh, there's a new sci-fi movie," I picture like a like a Star Wars yeah, kind of like true. space. To me, aliens. sometimes it's a little more like we have. There's more advanced robots too. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Robots, I think technology, sci- technology. Because it means scientific fiction, so yeah. you have to assume that it's kind of like. And, uh, and for me, I kind of classify this as a sci-fi novel because like there is like a like this. There's strange uh, tools in it, I'd say. Yeah. And, and that kind of classifies as sci-fi to me. Yeah, we did previously discuss that book. So um, for those of you who have read it and for Brandon, I'm sure you could classify it as... Yeah, it's sci-fi, dystopian sci-fi. future, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, I think partly. that's a good one. Um, what sci-fi books have you read? I'm trying to think. Um, I, feel, I, I personally classify sci-fi as dystopian. Okay. I feel like The Giver was a sci-fi book, wasn't it, kind of? Because there's like machines. I don't know. I, I mean, feel like... In a way. I feel like dystopian and sci-fi kind of run along the same vein for me Maybe personally. I'm looking at it the wrong way, because if you say sci-fi to me, well, I, I picture, like, you know, Interstellar, or, or one of those, I, I think I space. get that, too. True. That makes yeah. sense. Um, but dystopian, to me, does feel very robotic about it. You know, we should look up the definition. Can we you should. Look up the definition? I'll look up the definition of let's sci-fi. Let's get this off our chest so we can come to it. So, let, let's see. For the definition of sci-fi, let's see if it comes right up. We'll look up, yeah. Let's look up definition, because, you know. Just so we know, we should have done this beforehand. Short for science fiction. Very thank you, Google. Oh, science fiction. Fiction based on imagined future scientific or te- technology, technological advances and major social or envi- oh, so social environmental changes. I feel like yeah. So like dystopian futures, I think are sci-fi. Yeah. 
Okay. Space, time travel, or life on other planets is probably like. So it's the really biggest. a mixed bag. Like you said, you were absolutely correct about Fahrenheit 451. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, if Connor was going to say, oh, my favorite sci fi media is like Star Trek, he would be correct too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably more good. I think that's what we see sci fi as more. Movies? Yeah, well, I think. I think space or or space yeah yeah space space yeah when you say sci-fi to me I think space movie I don't think dystopian book but I I like how it's a diverse genre that uh, and I guess that speaks to a lot of different genres is that the way that can be applied in different types of mediums yeah um, is pretty diverse Um, like I know sci-fi I usually think of movies TV shows um, not necessarily books Um, yeah I get mostly because I think sci-fi does require that action part you yeah, want to see that action on the big screen. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I guess I, I I, feel like Captain Marvel would be like a sci-fi movie. You know, like even though that's a superhero movie. When I look at something like Star Wars and the Marvel series, yeah. they really do combine that element of fantasy and science fiction together. Yeah. They combine a lot of different yeah. elements. Because Iron Man, you consider him a sci-fi character. Yeah. Well, someone I feel like Captain Marvel is more spacey and yeah. out of this world. So yeah. it's a combination. Fan- yeah. It's like fantasy, yeah. Um, I feel like fantasy and sci-fi can often overlap in terms of thematic overtones, not necessarily how they demonstrate those tones. Um, like, obviously, Lord of the Rings and Star Wars, very different movies, but Indeed. also they're similar because, they're, you know, they're about, like, family and hardship and adventure. And, Adventure's a big one, I'd, I'd yeah. say. Um, and whereas Lord of the Rings came from a book, Star Wars was just straight from the mind of George Lucas, so... I think we mean Asterix that. I think there were Star Wars books. No, no. They came after. Really? Okay. Um, I wasn't sure. I, I wasn't. Star Wars, I feel like it's it's the biggest thing nowadays that didn't come from a book. Like, really? every movie There's definitely TV show you see, nothing's original nowadays. No, yeah. it's all coming yeah, it's from all something based else. Some, yeah. It's like nobody ever has any original ideas. And it's totally okay to pull from other source material, mm-hmm. but, like, everything is like a reboot or a sequel nowadays. Yeah, That's been I discussed a lot. I feel like... If, if you have a somewhat original idea, because obviously you take inspiration from... Everything you, in life. Yeah. But, you know, if you if you at least can put a unique spin on it, or a unique title, I mean, that's that's not very common nowadays. Like, in yeah. movies, you know, it's like Star Wars 9's coming out. Yeah. Um, you know, the 23rd Marvel movie's coming out. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. I just feel like nothing's original. Or, you know, a Stephen King movie book adaptation is coming out. Yeah. You know, it's like... It's we need more rare. originality, not from a book, just completely out of the, you know, mind. Yeah, I think so. Not on paper, but from the mind. I feel like sci-fi does well at that, though. I mean, like I said, like that movie Interstellar, um, that's obviously... I mean, maybe it wasn't a book. I don't actually know, but if that was I'm a unique idea, that's I feel like cool. I feel like we really do need to do more research here in the BWL podcast. You know what? And, and I, if we're learning anything, stuff. it's that we need to, yeah, we, we need, need to keep to those research. evidence. So, Connor, how do you feel about the new Star Wars series? The new Star Wars series? Yeah. Compared to the old ones? Yeah, compared to the old ones. Like the well, one that came out in 2015, 17, and the one that's coming out this year. That new sequel trilogy that it's called. Uh, last Jedi was, was a failure. Oh, oh yeah. You're, um, it's the you're last movie I'll ever see from Star Wars. Do I, need a, do I need a reason for that? I mean, give us like one one big flaw that give really Give the audience some context. What if they haven't seen I, that movie? Well, the easiest reason why is because it wasn't made by the director, um, I believe it was J.J. Abrams who made Correct. the other ones. Yep. And that could be that's why thing. it was just not as good because J.J. Abrams made the others and it was... I think I think the director does say a lot about the, the director movie. makes. Yeah. So, But that doesn't have... Me and know. David have 
have talked about this for hours and hours on end. Mm. But what happened with this Star Wars trilogy, and I'm not going to turn this into a Star, Star Wars podcast. I'll make this quick. Yeah. But basically, one director made the first movie in this new trilogy. He handed it off to the second director. They basically treated it like a baton pass where there, yeah. was, there was no overarching story planned out like a good narrative does. Mm-hmm. They just said, all right, you run with it. You finish my idea, and then I'll come back for this third one and finish your idea. And it was like a game of telephone that just didn't go very well. I mean, the, the most important most important part of a narrative story is point A, point B, point C. You, you, you know, you create that from the very beginning, and then you fill in those points as you go on. You don't just randomly, you know, throw stuff at a wall to try to complete. So if we've learned anything, it's like you must, you should, you must, and should plan out your story. Yeah, like Brandon, if you, if you were going to write a book. I would plan everything out. You would have the ending in your head. Yeah, you yeah. Want, right? I mean, you don't have to have every little, like, absolutely. today this character ate a bird. No, 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 not absolutely know. not. But you want that That's general the stuff you feel baseline. Like. But you have the you story the beats, right? You have the story beats. So, now imagine, Brandon, that you just, you treated it like this. I played darts with a, I played darts. Essentially, yeah. Like, boop, Each boop, chapter, boop. you're planning out the story. It just changes. Yeah, yeah that's not a good way to write a story. I think that's, we, we've seen a lot of, like, neglecting of our, I feel like, you know, back to movies, there's been neglection there. Yeah. I think, but I think books have still been good. I don't think books have fallen prey to this yeah. web of garbo. I, I agree, I, yeah. Like, I feel like books still know how to be a book, and they haven't. Have you have you guys read any like really modern books? Like I, we talk about like nineties, uh, yeah. Even even I feel older like that's, books. That'd be a good like task. The Giver's an older book. Yeah. Outsiders is an older book. Is have you guys read like a book that's come out in like the last five years that's really hit you? Five years, I don't know. Or maybe or maybe decade. I'll say. Decade. I mean, Hunger Games was a okay. Experience. Yeah, that's, that's Percy a good Jackson. Percy too. Jackson. Percy yeah. Jackson. Um, for me, that book that that's new, but it hit me. Um, and it might even fit into the sci-fi genre was The Maze Runner. Oh, The um, Maze Runner, Runner of course. I love that book. Um, movie wasn't really that good, but it was my first date with my girlfriend, so that was good. Um, uh, some memories. Memories. Yeah. But um, again, this is going back to the thing we mentioned a few podcasts ago. Books are basically always better than the movies. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just a one, another one of those like dystopian teenager goes on an adventure, has to stop the evil government type thing. I feel yeah. like what we see a lot of the time... But I really, like that book. I feel like it's a, a coin toss. I feel like the main character in, in books in general is either like young yeah. or they're like like a adult. Well, that's the only option. <laughs> you can either, no, no, you no, can either be young or you okay, can be I'm an sorry, adult. Sorry. What I mean is like older adult. I feel like we see like like no, there's no. no like I feel like we don't see as many twenties and we see like thirty and beyond and then like the teen era. Okay. From my personal experience. I know that like in that like distinct like teen novel, mm-hmm. there's a lot like I guess what Twilight, Harry Potter, Percy Jackson, mm-hmm. Hunger Games, Maze Runner. It's all that like fifteen year old yeah. like adolescent yeah adolescent. goes on a hero adventure type thing. Yeah. I feel like we see. So then, I agree with you on that. Can you give me an example of an older protagonist? Well, I feel I, like I want to know what you mean. In, the books I've read, Fahrenheit 451 so far, and then uh, George, or- George Orwell's 1984. Okay. I've seen these characters be, like, they're much older. You know? Okay. They're not, like... So I feel like it, you kind of, like, gloss over that 20s. Yeah, era. I think I feel you're like right. I see that less. Because I feel like with a teenager, they still have to learn, so they yeah. can be taught a life lesson. I think... And then with an older character, they can look back on their life and see how, like... Yeah. I think your protagonist, as an author, because in literature, we always need to be thinking about the author... As an author, you want your protagonist to be the eyes of the reader. Mm-hmm. So you want to make them relatable to the reader so that they yeah. feel like they're being inserted into this world, especially if it's first person. Um, so I feel like for these teen novels that are targeted for a teenage demographic, 
making your protagonist a teenager just like them makes them relatable, of makes course. the audience want to read it. Maybe for your um, example of 1984 and the um, Fahrenheit 451, since it's targeted to a much more mature audience probably, they want to you know, make that protagonist more relatable. Yeah, I so I think that age can play a significant role. That makes um, sense. Yeah, and I, I guess the characters that you put in your story obviously are going to develop the ideas that you want to express in your story. The protagonist and the antagonist are the most important characters in your story. There should be at least. Yeah. You know, yeah. they don't have to be, but that's just my I feel like my uh, we've gone on a bit of a tangent here. And I feel this like isn't about sci-fi. That's okay, off, though. But, I know, but that's that, that's a thing with Hey, the that's the beauty of the podcast. Yeah. Just like the prop generator, we go off on our own separate ways, you know? I feel like we can look back at this podcast. I feel like we can have a whole discussion about antagonists and protagonists. Yeah. Maybe we will. Next time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. One of those other podcasts. I Absolutely. feel like that's a very good topic we can get lost in. Yeah, but I think for now, we, I think we probably could uh, wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Don't want to go on too many tangents. I want to thank everyone for coming. Any any final Visiting words? today's podcast. Yeah, thank you guys. And yeah. any final words on sci-fi from anybody? Uh, I feel like I like fantasy more than sci-fi, personally. Yes, I'm gonna have to agree. we are going to have to debate that soon. A soon debate. We're going to have to make teams. Debate episode coming debate soon. Debate episode. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for listening. Thank Goodbye. You for listening. Stay thank warm. You.